0: Welcome to show two of the On The Tools podcast. I'm Andy Taylor and I'm joined as ever uh, by former shop fitter and
1: co-founder of On The Tools, Adam Barry. Hello, Hello. Adam. Hello, 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 Andy. Good to see you as always. Uh, Adam, how long were you in the trade? I was in the trade for 12 years. 12 years, man and boy. As you like to say, yeah. Each episode, we will try and bring
0: you, bring to life everything that On The Tool stands for, discuss the hot topics in the industry, uh, try and give some value, some prizes on offer, that kind of thing, and make it as interactive as possible. Uh, coming up in today's show, we have, um, we're going to talk a little bit about Brexit uh, and how that might affect construction. We're going to have confessions of a tradesperson, which is my favourite part of the show. And we also have a chat about tool theft. And we've got a competition we've got WhatsApp Sound uh, competition as well. Um, We need your support, though, and we need you to be interactive with us, particularly for the items such as the confessions part of the show. What what are your stories from being out there on the tools uh, that you might want to remain anonymous about? You might not. You might be happy with the publicity. Who knows? Uh, But let us know uh, by uh, messaging the Facebook page, the On The Tools Facebook page, or contacting us via Twitter. Either way, if you start your message with hashtag OTT podcast or mention that OTT podcast, hashtag OTT podcast somewhere, uh, then that will be pulled to one side and we can talk about it in the podcast. Um, and we've got, how many confessions have we got today? We've got two. Andy. Two confessions today, yes, right? Oh. from the internet again. <laughs> but of course, before we get on to our first topic, uh, let's have a jingle.
1: On The Tools.
0: So as we're all aware by now, uh, Brexit keeps being pushed back and back and back. Uh, And one thing everyone, whichever side of the argument you you sat on agrees with, is that that it's been a complete mess. Um, I remember back in sort of 2016, just before the vote, I think it was June, wasn't it? We uh, ran a poll for the On The Tools community just to ask which way that they planned on voting. And you probably recall that it was, it was like a resounding 80%, I think it was, for that were going to vote leave. A huge number. My concern at the time um, was that generally construction is the first thing to be hit if recession arrives. Um, and the housing market, I think, is in limbo right now. Uh, because people are reluctant to move in case we end up with this no-deal scenario, which looks less likely, to be fair, but uh, and they're frightened with that uh, fall in the value of their property, and therefore they're sort of sitting tight. Um, and, and that's never a good thing for construction, in, in my mind, because people are just wary again of perhaps, you know, are you going to add an extension if, you, if your property value might shrink by a third and stuff like that? So, um, do you think that would still be the case, is my question to you, Adam Barry. If we put the vote out again, do you think it would still be 80% leave? <laughs> <laughs> don't
1: worry about that. Uh, yeah. Andy we'll just edit destroy. that bit out. Yeah, we'll edit that out. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think it's difficult. I mean, I have seen a few polls come up since. Have you? Um, um, I mean, that's I one
0: thing I was going to say is, you know, whenever you've got uh, like a general election coming up, Every day, there seems to be a new poll saying this is where the votes go, and this is where the votes go. I think I think they're thin on the ground. After, you know, in this current mm. climate, of actually uh, of saying whether people still want to which way they would vote if there was another referendum. I haven't seen them.
1: Have you seen them? I've seen, seen them. a few. I've, I've seen a few by pages that have been set up on, on like Facebook. Um, so you can't read too much into those. However, um, they were still majority um, votes to leave. But um, I was doing a little bit of research earlier, and there was a survey um done around the same time as ours by uh, Smith and Williamson, and that was um for like construction executives, um, so like people who own businesses, like big businesses, and stuff okay, like, like that. major contractors. Yeah, yeah, and fifteen percent of those wanted to leave. So it's like <laughs> almost the opposite. Yeah, it's <laughs> all the boots on the ground. Exactly. yeah. Mm. I think the biggest concerns. Um,
0: uh, and why, why people, that's what it came through, because obviously there was comments on the poll we did was uh, largely based around immigrant workforces and, and lack of opportunity, or, or certainly more of a case of probably driving down prices, etc. Um, but for me, the solutions that they're coming up with wouldn't resolve that issue anyway, would it? I don't think so, no. I think if you're already here and you're working, then you, you, there's the right to stay and all that kind of thing, isn't there, with all the options that they're talking about now? Yeah,
1: I don't think they just send everyone back home. Um, that's <laughs> how it works, like... You've all got to go back home again. But um, they, they do they do sort of have, I don't know how, what the figures are, but there's a lot of migrant workers working in the construction industry. So I think it's fair to say they're needed, isn't it? If everyone had to go back to the countries that they came from, wouldn't that be a huge skills shortage Well, skill short, short, well short I think today? we already have a skills gap, don't we? We do. Uh, uh, that's with British workers as well, never no yeah. mind. Uh, so I, think it would, I think
0: it would grind a few sites to a halt for sure um yeah it's it's a, it's a difficult one isn't it um, everybody has their opinion on it nobody knows what's going to happen still which i that's the most ridiculous thing from my perspective is that we're sort of what is it 3 years yeah it's 2016 it wasn't it yeah. yeah so it's 3 years 3 <laughs> years down the line and nobody's any clearer as to a
1: when it's happening if it's happening and what will happen when it happens? If yeah. it happens, I mean, we're talking about it now, but I'll be honest with you, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the effects are going to be. Um, Maybe we should do another poll. Yeah, I think we on should the, on the
0: page and see, and then we can. I mean, it's, particularly if they said there was going to be another vote, obviously it makes more sense to do it then. Yeah, but it's been put off now till Halloween. Yeah, which is quite you know. trees May will be out on Christmas. Halloween anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you will, yeah. Um, the overall thoughts, then. Uh, do you think it's? Do you think
1: the opinions will be the same? I do. I think they be. I genuinely do, yeah. Um, I don't think it was. I don't think the, re- the the only reason that they voted to leave was because um, they were struggling to to find work because of the migrant workers. I think there's a lot more to it than that. Um, in fact, I'd, I'd probably say that the majority of people that voted. Um, it probably wasn't anything to do with how their work was you know the environment yeah like the wider model. things and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's probably outside of that wider opinion ok
0: mm-hmm. uh, well we'll see won't we whether it happens <laughs> we'll come back we'll do a Brexit special on the 31st of October yeah, if, or, the, if or the, or the podcast goes that long yeah it might we? end before that yeah it's true yeah. we're only on episode 2 let's not get let's not get ahead <laughs> get of ourselves <laughs> right
1: ok uh, next part of the show have you got a jingle for this part of the show I have got a jingle for this part of the show. Um what part of the show is this It's Confessions of a Tradesperson if it's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. I took a dump in a client's kitchen. I don't even know what a drill hammer is. Well, I just didn't bother turning up the next morning. Oh, that's what you get when you don't pay up. 8 hours work and no offer of a drink. Absolute wank. Confessions of a
0: Tradesperson. Very good. My favorite jingle. Uh, so each uh, week during the show, we have confessions of a tradesperson, so it's your opportunity to, you know, re- redemption, gets things off your chest, what have you been up to in a, in a, in a domestic situation maybe, um, on the job, you want to tell us, you know, you want to unburden yourself of it, uh, let us know by messaging the Facebook page, uh, start your message with hashtag OTT podcast, that's for complete anonymity, I guess, or you can... Um, Get contacts on Twitter with the same hashtag OTT podcast. Uh, Let us know on there. Uh, We're happy to change the names to protect the guilty uh, and all that business. Uh, But I think it could be a really good feature moving forwards. We just need a bit of input and uh, everybody to join in. Um, In the meantime, though, Ad, what have you got for us? Uh,
1: I've got a a couple here. Um, First one's from a plumber. Um, so he said he was uh, he was drilling into an old boiler, in, in an old lady's <laughs> house. What are, <laughs> 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 what are
0: you laughing at? Drilling into an old boiler? Yeah. I thought it was the description
1: of someone. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Alright, I thought that okay. was a profession. No. So he's drilling into an old boiler. <laughs> in an old lady's house. <laughs> 99% of the time he had his labour with him to drain the tank, uh, this time he forgot to drain it so he drilled into the tank and uh, hit like, he went through it and a stream of like horrible black disgusting water burst out and he just managed to sort of like stick his finger over the hole as it, <laughs> like as it like hit, him, hit him in the face uh, and he, he, he had to stay there so he shoved his finger in the hole um, and he he didn't have his phone on him sort of like by his toolbox he couldn't right. reach he couldn't, it he, he was in he didn't a predicament where he couldn't let go and he had to wait there for the old lady to come back um, to, to be able to sort of like get his phone and be able to call someone right. out um, and what happened was his his fingers swell up because it was left in the hole for so long okay. while he was waiting for it to come back and he got stuck and then and she, it, and it was bingo night <laughs> <and she. laughs> He's got a few hours. And when she got back, um, he couldn't get his finger out, so she had to bring the fire brigade for him. (laughs) And they had to cut him out of it anyway. Uh, So it basically all the carpet anyway, um, and uh, ruined a floor. And uh, yeah, he he basically got kicked off and uh, kicked off the job. He didn't get paid for any of the work he'd done. So I mean, it sounds a bit. (laughs) Well, I don't (laughs) know if it's true or not that one, but. Um, it's a good one yeah it's a good one can you beat that let us know yeah uh, anyone if you've been drilling into any old boilers <laughs> let us know <laughs> um, there's another one here this no, is more no of pictures of a, required yeah this is more of a story than, uh, than a confession so he's, he, someone's put uh, I'm working in a rough area and there's a guy mowing his lawn there are two guys drinking beer um, in the day next to me as I'm going out how to the dare they for a few boxes and whatnot. The guy mowing is just chugging along and he hits a rock completely obliv- oblivious, just smiling. Uh, the rock goes flying across the drive towards the day drinkers who aren't paying any attention and he hits one of the guys uh, square in the head. <sighs> he then sits up and turns towards his mate who's sitting next to him and says, what the, did you do that for? And the other guy turns and says, I didn't do anything. If I did, you'd know about it. And then the guy who got hit with the rock punches the other guy and they start having a scrap on the floor. The guy who carried on mowing completely unaware of what happened <laughs> but he couldn't stop laughing and he thought that's a red car for you <laughs> so bit of a dig at the uh, north bit of a dig at red car yeah oh but no that's more of a story than a confession i suppose
0: yeah because they were just an, an innocent bystander wasn't really them Was it? it wasn't even them. it was mowing the lawn oh. uh, but
1: you know keep them coming that's uh that's the kind
0: of thing that we need uh i'm sure you uh have been up to some stuff in in your time ad have you got any confessions Nothing that can plant me, come on. I um, know oh because we can't protect you all. No, you know, we can't give you anonymity, can we? So no. all right, we'll think about it. Maybe come next week, come back as um, Mr. B from Tamworth. Yes, uh, has written to us. Maybe these
1: are more confessions. Maybe they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe you're mowing that lawn, well. or maybe you've been drilling old boilers. <laughs> 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 okay, um, moving swiftly on from confessions. They'll be back next week. Um, we get on to our second topic of the day, which as I mentioned at the start of the show, is about tool theft. Uh, if there's a topic, and we talk, about, we talk about the hot topics in construction, if there's a topic that really engages the On The Tools community uh, and gives them uh, plenty to say, um, then it's, it's, it's always tool theft. It's so emotive. Uh, And for, you know, absolutely good reason. Um, I looked at a few stats uh, before the show today. A staggering 51% of builders have suffered from tool theft. So which means that you're more likely to have suffered from it than not. So it's touching more people than it's not. Um, Hundreds of small construction businesses said the tools were stolen from the vans or directly from construction sites. Some builders even reported being assaulted by would-be thieves so not only has it been taken from uh on site somewhere uh, or you know stolen from a van or a vehicle uh or a garage or, or a lockup or whatever actually people being assaulted to have their their tools taken from them which is just uh unbelievable uh, most van theft victims said that the side panel or door was broken or prized open uh, while nearly a quarter had windows smashed to gain entry, again smashing, you know, these things that people do peeling into the vans and smashing windows. Yeah, uh, it's not opportunistic. No, it's, it's, it's completely planned, planned yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? And it's it's a bit a lot of damage to do to something to get some tools out. Yeah, uh, more than fifth had their locks picked. Um, <clears throat> statistic from Devon and Cornwall Police uh, recorded a hundred and fifty percent increase. In the theft of tools from vans between 2016 and 2017, which is a couple of years ago now, and the likelihood is it's increased again since then. Uh, and the average insurance claim for stolen tools is at around about one thousand two hundred pounds. Uh, which, if you're, uh, I think the typical day rate for a tradesperson across the board, I know some more than that, but it's two hundred and ten pounds is the figure. We worked it off, so it's over more than a week's uh, work for. For a typical two hundred and ten pound a day tradesperson,
1: what are your thoughts? It's a shocker, isn't it? Um, I've had my tools nicked in the past and night. Like, um, there was like one instance where uh, my sort of like business partner at the time he took all the tools. He used to put them in his garage, right. um, and whether someone saw him doing that of a night time, and they just bust his garage open, nicked them all in the middle of the night, went out with them. So, you know, I find it frustrating. One of the things that people are saying, well, just take your tools out. Depending on what trade you are, it's like it could be take you an hour. And also, if you've got nowhere to put them if you haven't well, got well, a lockup. This up, is it, a secure lock up, But some know.
0: insurance policies insist on that. They're not. I think it's, you're not covered after seven pm in the evening. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in a vehicle and stuff like that. So, what they're basically telling you is your insurance policy states that you have got to do that. Like you say, unload yeah. all your tools and what keep them in your. It's yeah, not practical. Away.
1: If you're going to put them in your garage, you might as well leave them in your van. Yeah. Because garage garage doors aren't exactly um, known for their safety. Um, and, and after that, where do you, you put them in the kitchen, in the hallway, in the living room? You know, you you don't want all that in your house anyway. It's it's, it's a chore. But ultimately, you know, I, I think it comes back to the, the van manufacturers as well. I don't think they do enough to help. Um, I, I was looking earlier as well, and, and there's some... St- some stats here um this was actually done by um the sun newspaper they done a bit of a um like an investigation into how quickly you could break into vans
0: we'll take that with a pinch of salt on this yeah we'll take it with a pinch <laughs> of salt
1: but um they, they they basically had um different van manufacturers and they, they broke into the vans and sort of see how quickly you could get into them with and without causing damage and i think uh, one of the uh, most popular vans that was was stolen um up until to from two thousand sixteen to two thousand eighteen was for Ford Transit, um, and and the the average time for sort of breaking into one was forty seconds. So forty seconds, forty seconds. It's ridiculous. It's so quick, um, and 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 the, the most common method now, um, because obviously the, a lot of the different bands are coming with like fobs now and stuff like that. And that doesn't deter it. It's actually easier to break into a van with those because you've got the relay system. Have you heard of that? Well, they'll have a machine and they'll reflect the signal from that. Yeah, they clone it. Clone yeah, it. pretty much. Yeah. So they'll go up to the to the house with one and they'll reflect it back to the person standing next to the car and they'll be able to open it up. But nothing stops them if you can. They're peeling side doors open. I mean, what what do you do? Yeah. I've seen yeah. seen vans that look like the tin of sardines. Literally, like the roofs peeled off or the side doors peeled off. But
0: then that must be fairly easy to do if they're
1: able to do that. I, I agree. You know, yeah.
0: Under the cover of darkness outside someone's house and stuff yeah. like that. You'd, you'd expect it and I guess that they want to keep the van as lightweight as possible for fuel consumption and that kind of thing but ultimately you want something that's going to give somebody a bit of jip to get into don't you I mean, it's not yeah. it's not going to be straightforward or it's going to be noisy or. but for me it appears that these things can be done fairly quietly and discreetly peeling the
1: side of the van off without being heard is just well it's just astonishing yeah I can't get mad around it to be honest but I think that there's a lot of things wrong with this uh, and a lot of things i see from construction workers a lot of my friends are construction workers is you know the vans one uh, you know they need to improve the security systems on that but also the punishments aren't aren't severe enough you look at what what, what you're taking off someone there you know if they nick the van all the tools are inside that's gone if they end up you know breaking the lock or peeling the side door open you know you've got to cost you a few hundred quid to get that fixed then you've got your tools on top of it then you've got your uh, the earnings Yes, yeah, so you've got to buy that stuff, and some people are, you know, hand to mouth, week to week, month to month. Yeah, they haven't got. It, two takes, to away three... the, it
0: takes away the tradesperson's ability to earn yeah, and provide. Yeah, they haven't
1: got that money. Which, in Which I mean,
0: don't get me wrong. I'm not a supporter of stealing kids' bikes, but what I was going to say is that if you've got a shed in someone's garden or a garage gets broken into and they steal the kid's bike, yeah, then the, the kid's not going to be happy. Yeah, but you're gonna replace it and stuff like that. But nobody stops earning. Yeah, whilst that what happens, mean, yeah. where yeah. I think in terms of from a criminal basis, it's treated like for like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You've stolen something from this garage. It's a kid's bike. It's worth two hundred quid. You've stolen uh, uh, a power tool, you know, a drill or something like that, worth two hundred quid, and I think in the eyes of the law and the punishment is they see that as theft of of the value of two hundred pounds, and don't take into consideration that knock on effect. The fact that they can't go to work that day or maybe the day after and the day after. And if they then turn around to their insurance company, if they are insured uh, and then they get told, well, sorry, it's uh, not covered after 7 p.m. Yeah. Uh, unless it's in your house, then um, the setback is worse because it's not like they're going to get recovered. If they are covered by insurance, how long does that take to, to be replenished? I'm sure some are better than others and it's worth you know having a look around and seeing who offers, one, the best policy that covers you in the best way, um, but also, you know, how quick is that turnaround? Because that's the key, isn't it? You don't yeah. pay, you pay for insurance out of fear of, of something happening to you, but then you need to know that if the worst thing happens and you've got a claim on that insurance, one, you're getting paid out, and two, how quickly that happens. Because if it's within 14 days, to be honest, it's pretty much, yeah. it's almost worthless, isn't it? Because you're going to have to replace them yourself within
1: that, within yeah. that time more needs to be done I think I think a, a harsher deterrent um, would definitely work I think they need to bring something in where it's like look if you're going to
0: it's almost tool theft, needs, tool theft needs to be have its a special sort of sentence in policy yeah just because of that knock on effect that isn't the same as robbing a kid's bike yeah
1: it's like an epidemic every day I see someone posting oh my tools have been nicked or you know, they know someone whose tools have been nicked and they're all sort of rallying together to help yeah. each other out. Y- I mean, know.
0: our guys went to a um, from On The Tools went to a car boot sale at the weekend um, to film something for a documentary that we're making about tool theft uh, and the impact of tool theft. And uh, they said there were just stalls there, which I'm sure if anybody who's listening has been to a car boot sale um, any, any time in the recent past, just stalls, just tools. Yeah. And although there was some that it looks like it might have been somebody's cleared out their shed and therefore there was maybe a th- half a dozen tools, there was other ones that were laid out and all they were selling were tools. About like
1: 100, 100 150 tools. And
0: some of them one. weren't that old. Yeah. Uh, and they said as part of this documentary that that, that, they're, that they're making that
1: it was quite clear that some of this stuff was 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 uh, very shady. It, it's it's blatant um, and, and I've seen uh, images on, on uh, some of the you know, some of the groups and, and things on Facebook, and there's all different people's names on the tools. Do you know what I mean? Some look like they've had their names rubbed off. Right. Uh, old tools, new tools, completely different array of tools, all different trades. It's a bit suspect, isn't yeah. it? You know, where are you More getting those? It. Where are you getting those from? Um, and and you know, the documentary will hopefully show that.
0: Well, hopefully, yeah. I mean, I don't know why the old old builder not just take a walk around a car boot every now and again and ask ask those questions. It seems That's like part of the problem, isn't it? They really want to know about it's it, don't they? The top of so, that I mean, certainly, my view is prevention is is better than cure. Um, and look into van security when you when you actually you know if you're purchasing a new van at any point or leasing one, look into how things are rated rated on security, uh, what features there are on that. Um, I think it's worth contemplating secure storage, whether it be that, you know, within your garage or whether it's in, you know, one of these reinforced boxes you can put into the um, into the back of a van, bolted to the floor, etc. Yeah. Just making things harder, isn't it? Just make it harder. I mean, you shouldn't have to, but unfortunately, that's the world we live living now, and you've got to. Just... I mean, another thing that I don't know whether you've seen, but it's, I think it's becoming more affordable technology is, is GPS tracking. So. With that, you'll be able to um, basically track your tools um, on a screen and see, see where they go. It gives you alerts if they're left, if they move moved from your thing. And then you can actually, you know, basically That's amazing. sort it out yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because um, if the police aren't bother, you can tell them exactly where your tools are situated. You know, I think right down to the house where they'll be. Yeah. Uh, and then you can get the police to say, look, I've had my tools stolen, they're tracked, and, and this is where they are. I mean, that sort of thing is definitely worth the investment, isn't it? Well, of course, yeah, because uh, one you'd probably get your tools back pretty quick, uh, but two you'll um, you, you you know you might even knock the door yourself.
1: Yeah, we
0: don't advise that though. No, of course not. No, no that that wouldn't be. A we definitely
1: problem. wouldn't advise you going around there with a shovel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Take a tool to get your tools. Yeah, yeah. No, maybe not. Don't do that. Uh, the other thing is uh, there's a, uh, quite a few of these um, sort of. Cameras, you know, like the video doorbells and there's yeah. cameras that pick up people, isn't there, when they're outside your property and you can cover your driveway with, uh, and they send you an alert to your phone, and you can communicate then directly, you know, basically tell people to piss off, really, on your, own, yeah, um, through a speaker and stuff like that, which I think is quite quite a useful thing. So, as you're more likely to be affected, that the 51% of the facts that I saw more likely to be affected than not. I, th- I just think it's uh, it's crazy not to, you know, do
1: your best to sort of prepare for it. Yeah, you shouldn't have to. It's, but It's yeah. almost inevitable, isn't it? Which yeah. is, it's a
0: sad reflection of society you know, as a whole.
1: It is. I used to do it. I used to park my back doors right up against the fence. Right. Do you know what I mean? Just and every little thing you can to yeah. make life as difficult as Ultimately, possible. Ultimately, if they want that, that yeah. they will have a go, but just try and make it as hard as you can and for them. And then
0: it. the ultimate thing is check your insurance policy and make sure that... You're adhering to it, because the last thing you want is to think, oh, I'm insured, I'm insured, I'm insured, and then you get done over, and then you're not insured. Yeah. Because then, uh, you know, that's like a double whammy, isn't it? So, that's our sort of advice, really, would you say, Ad? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, It ain't going away, is it? No, it's frustrating, and, and, you know, hopefully something gets done soon. I I know there's, uh, there's a campaign. In November, called November, which we try to do. I think it's light. still live. It's it, still yeah.
0: Hashtag November, you'll find some information about it somewhere. Yeah. With petitions and things like that. So it's, it's worth getting a bit of weight behind it as, as, as a, a construction community um, to try and get that heard in Parliament. And, I think the and more people it. talk about it, the better. Really. To keep, keep it alive. There's plenty of other people that shout about other issues in life. I think construction, this is one thing that everybody can get behind because it's more likely to affect you than it's not. Uh, and and, you know keep it alive and keep it in the news really Um, so that's the end of that topic and now it's time for the moment you've all been waiting for your chance to win an on the tools hoodie which literally money cannot buy uh, with this week's name that sound what's that sound Okay, so last week um, we made the mistake of thinking that the podcast would be released before this one. So there's no winners so far for last week. This is last week's sound. You ready for this? That's enough of that. So you can still enter for that one. Um, So you've got two chances of winning this time. It's a rollover? Yeah, it's like a rollover. So enter for that. O T T hashtag O T C podcast to either the main Facebook page of On the Tools or to uh, our Twitter account. Uh, tweet us with that, uh, and then we need a sound for this week. So this week we have a new sound. Uh, basically, if you put either one, you're going to be in with a chance. Uh, so this new sound is as follows. Sounds quite similar, but it's yeah. not. It's totally different. No? So if you know what's going on in either of those sounds, uh, hashtag OTT podcast for your chance to win um, a state-of-the-art, hotly desired uh, On The Tools hoodie. Hotly desired.
1: Hotly desired. <laughs> <laughs> Is
0: that even a thing? <laughs> Losing the plot, right? Limited edition. Limited edition, very limited. Uh, so just message either the Facebook page or tweet us with hashtag OTT podcast and what you think either of those sounds are and we'll announce both winners in next week's show
1: yeah that that makes sense yeah yeah absolutely double
0: bubble bubble, two winners rollover all that Um, that brings us to the end of today's show we are through second uh, episode it's been good I've enjoyed it yeah I quite quite like it I'm
1: uh the next one we're going to record. We'll find some more hot topics for that. Do you know yes, what we, do? Um, we do. We, you know, if anyone wants to get involved and fancies uh, featuring on the on the show, we could maybe do like a little phone interview. If you want to come into the uh, offices, we can do that, can't we? Yeah,
0: it'd be good to get some uh, maybe some real life confessions. Um, yes, live on air, as it were. I like it. That would be good, or just come in and chat about your day to day life uh, on the tools. Um, uh, please review if you feel up to it. Um, subscribe is good. Uh, So you never miss an On The Tools podcast uh, and uh, any of that would be great. So thanks for listening. Uh, We've tried to keep it to about half an hour each time. Uh, We are off to enjoy some sunshine when it pops its head out and we'll see you all next time. Yeah. See you in the next one. See ya. Bye. Bye.
1: On The Tools.